0: Hello everybody and welcome to this week's bonus podcast I am Michael. I'm Gemma. And um, Gemma you're going to sod off for a little while soon aren't you? Yeah I've got stuff to do. Stuff to do. I have already been doing stuff and I tell you what that stuff is. I have been talking to Sophie Dainty who is the deputy soaps editor of Digital Spy which is like the UK's mm. biggest movie and TV and entertainment kind of website um, and, and you know I, I love Digital Spy. I can't remember, I was thinking early on, I don't remember whether it was you that introduced me to Digital Spy but it's, it, we've, been, we've been looking at it for a, a jolly long time haven't we? <laughs> yeah. Definitely. There is. It's fantastic. I
1: don't but know when, I don't know when, yeah, when it began.
0: I, no, I, I can't remember, but yeah, Yonks Ago, I, I think it's a fantastic website, so I'm sure some of our listeners will um, be frequent visitors to the site, and we'll go there for, well, not just Corrie stuff, but all manner of entertainment, entertainment needs. needs. Yeah, entertainment news and stuff, and they got the forums there and everything, so um, we, we thought that it would be a good idea to, um, to, to to have a chat with Sophie about her work on Digital Spine just to kind of generally talk about Coronation Street and stuff very so exciting. we did it yeah. is very exciting very nice of so her um, like
1: to come on the show to talk, talk about, about her. Yes. what she gets up to yes. and what she thinks
0: would you would you like to hear it yeah
1: go on I hear,
0: hear it. it for me yeah. here it is <music> Today I'm joined by Sophie Dainty, the Deputy Soaps Editor of the UK's biggest TV and movies website, Digital Spy, and certainly a website that I've had in my own browser's favourites list for well over a decade now. She's kindly agreed to come onto the podcast to chat about her role on Digital Spy, the medium of soap, and share some of her own views about Coronation Street. Sophie, lovely to have you here today.
1: Hey, thanks for the lovely intro. I feel famous.
0: Yeah, you know. How are you doing? You okay?
1: Yeah, I'm good, thank you. How are you?
0: I am all right, thank you very much. So we're here to talk about soaps and, and Coronation Street and stuff today. How did you first start getting into watching the soaps?
1: So, it's funny because people always ask me this, mm. and I always give like a really long-winded answer, but basically I have always, I've grown up with neighbours, which is somewhat them mm. given oh, the week that we're in. My
0: condolences.
1: I know, I know, we'll get on to that later. I think we've got yeah. a lot to say on that. But um, yeah, so I always watch Neighbours and it's funny because some of the characters that are coming back at the moment like Billy and Joel I remember having them in like my bedroom posters and stuff I was such a fan Mm -hmm. Um, and then sort of as the years went on I got into EastEnders and Corey at secondary school so sort of the two constants. and I've also got a really soft spot for Casualty which is yeah I mean I know that's more like a long-running drama but I absolutely love it but yeah basically I am just a really big soaps fan which is great Mm -hmm. really because I think that's what you need to need to be in this job
0: Yeah so how did you get on on Digital Spy? How do you kind of go into getting a job like that?
1: So I wish I had a more interesting answer for you really but I basically just saw the job on Twitter Mm -hmm. and I applied but it wasn't sort of the job I'm doing now it was a freelance um news role for soap so they wanted someone to come in and sort of work I think so many hours a week I can't remember how many it was just on the soap section and you know I was sort of the nascent stages of my career you know you're of trying to work out like who you want to be and what you want to do and i'd done an internship at inside soap oh yeah i um, just fresh out of uni i yeah, loved it mm-hmm. and i i was just such a big fan of digital spy i know that's a cliche but i absolutely was i absolutely loved it so i would always when i was at uni i was always refreshing the page and i'd wait up on a monday for the tuesday spoiler drop you know i guess that's yeah. what this is isn't it it's by fans for fans i was such a fan mm-hmm. so when this job I saw this job advertised on Twitter, I thought like, oh, that's a bit of me. Yeah. So I applied and did an interview, got the job, and I sort of worked my way up, but I still had to work at other places, because it wasn't full-time um, for a bit, I was doing like a property, writing for a property company, um, not, not as exciting as as this, and then, um, yeah, about a year later, I think a year or two later, I went full-time there, and then in 2019, it was before COVID, a lifetime mm. ago, I got promoted to deputy soaps editor, which was where we are today basically
0: fantastic so what does like a what does a typical working week look for you like now
1: Uh, it's it's hard isn't it because no no two days are really the same I mean I guess being a website the essence of what we do is to react to everything in real time or as near mm. <laughs> to real time as possible and you know be the a trusted and comprehensive space for fans of soaps and tv to go to and get information that they know is going to be accurate mm-hmm. and i suppose you know a big part of that is to make sure we're on top of all the latest goings on in the soaps world so that you know whether that's writing about that evening's episode after it goes out or working on a press release or working from a story document or, you know, checking Instagram and lot happens on Instagram? Like, like <laughs> I'm always like looking at the actor's Instagram story. They're probably gonna hide me now. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so making sure that we've got everything, we're on top of everything that's going on. I mean, that is probably a bulk of the day, but then there's other things like, like I just said, we have the Tuesday spoiler drop that mm. shapes a big part of the week. I mean, I don't know. I'm assuming people know what I'm talking about where all the spoilers come out for the coming week and we work through that we stagger that so we sort of set some for the embargo the big stuff and then we stagger the rest and we put you know that into feature roundups for all the soaps we have a gallery um and then you know there's other things that like we have our soaps social media channels which we run we mm-hmm. also have video series the soap scoops we write the scripts for them and um, we do a lot of liaising with prs lots of backwards and forwards um, and then there's obviously the fun stuff, like you know, chatting to cast, going to press events, but I'd say that's like a smaller fraction. <laughs> there's so yeah. much other stuff that goes on behind the scenes to get the to get the site, you know, off the ground.
0: Yeah, yeah. Are you involved in the um Digital Just Buy Soap forum at all as well?
1: So not really. We do use that to promote like our own content. So for example, if there's a big announcement, one that springs to mind was Shane Ritchie returning a couple of weeks ago. We posted that in there just to make sure people are reading that but um no we have our own sort of moderator he he manages that I think that would be that is literally like a full-time job on its own the forum it's, it's such a big it's yeah. such a big space isn't it
0: it is it's really cool that digital Spy still got their forum section actually because you know these days so many people will be driven to like so twitter and instagram and whatever and it always makes me kind of feel a bit nostalgic going to the digital spy forum because that's you know my first introduction to the internet like 20 years ago i was also going on on forums like that
1: Yes, same, that's what I, you know by saying it, I was just a big fan of DS, I was also a member of the forums, I don't know how often I posted, but I would always read everything, because I used to watch Big Brother mm. and stuff like that, and I'd go on, I'd read everyone's opinions, I loved it, it is really, really nice, and it's nice that it's still going, like you say.
0: Yeah, yeah, the the, uh, the, uh, the Big Brother forum on Digital Spy was certainly a, a familiar haunt of mine as well, back in the day.
1: Yeah, I loved Big Brother, I, honestly, yeah. like, I keep seeing things about it coming back. I know, like, I keep
0: <laughs> seeing something. that as well, I'm like, come on, bring it back.
1: I absolutely so loved peak. it. I don't know. if Yeah, I don't know if there's like an overlap with soap fans and Big Brother because I know a lot of people who watch Corrie, for example, who also really, really like Big Brother.
0: Yeah, I guess it's it's all to do with you know, taking a peek into other people's lives, isn't it? It's, it's our uh, innate nosiness.
1: Yes, yeah, so that's I so, think maybe we're all just really nosy. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so, um, you, you can you tell me anything about how differently the the different soaps operate in terms of getting you the information that you need about upcoming in um, episodes.
1: Um, it's much the same, really. I mean, we have a good relationship with all the soaps. I mean, some, I'd say, maybe hold more back than others. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's a, there's a wider argument of how much you reveal and, you know, things like that. But they all they all operate similar. So they send us the information, um, like story documents. Have you ever seen them? You know, like the yeah, stories yeah, yeah. And there's some that's embargoed um, and it's yeah, they operate in quite a similar way. I mean, obviously there's some that, for example, at the moment, EastEnders is going out early on iPlayer. Um, mm. And you know, we there's a bit, you know, that we have to, a bit of backwards and forwards over how we make that work. But you yeah, know, I say they all operate, they all operate in a similar way. Just some I, I think some hold more information back than others
0: yeah yeah that was interesting what you said about EastEnders now I, I don't watch EastEnders but I was aware that they were releasing them early on iPlayer and last year I think it was it last year Coronation Street did it as well or, or all the like, so it was during the yeah. Olympics wasn't it that they had them out earlier in the week did that did, did that make things difficult for you because it if, when with our with the podcast we were thinking well, do we do we record everything on the Monday when it's all dropped then release it then or, or what it, it, How how is it for you guys
1: well it isn't it's an ongoing conversation really even now because obviously like tv landscape has changed so much over the years and i think mm. it will continue to change i mean like 20 years ago you couldn't if you missed Corey or his at seven o'clock or whatever like that was it wasn't it yeah. whereas now you've got sort of some people who are watching it all in one go and some people who want to watch it when, when it goes out on screen in, in the evening and it is finding the balance and trying to cater to both parties and i just think in general like i've TV viewing habits have changed it's just a very different beast now isn't it but I think what we do and obviously everyone's got different opinions on this what we do is we work so if something's out there so something's on iPlayer or ITV Hub we write about it but we obviously keep the headline very 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 vague so you could just find out what we're talking about from the headline and also we have yeah. a massive spoiler warning so there's absolutely no way you could read that without knowing you're about to read something that you don't want to, if you know what I mean. Yeah. But it is it's an ongoing conversation, and there's no right answer really, because it's just, and I think it's just something that we're just gonna have to continue to adapt to, because I think things are gonna continue to change. I mean, Hollyoaks goes out permanently early on all yes. four every day. So, you know, we have to decide what to do about that. Do we write in line with the all four episode or do we wait and um, write about it in the evening? But we do a bit of both and I think it works but yeah no I know I know everyone's gonna watch at different times and it's something we'd have to adapt to
0: yeah yeah do you um do you find it difficult getting the balance between all the soaps I mean did you try and write equally about each one or do you write more about ones that seem to be getting more engagement on the site
1: that's interesting because I think yes I think Obviously we have the main four don't we which is, is EastEnders, Hollyoaks, Emmerdale and Corrie. Corey does really really well for us on site, um, huge Corey audience and I'd say yes yeah, so I'd say those four are the ones we write about but having said that Neighbours is, um, Neighbours is really popular as well um, and obviously that's coming to an end but yeah. that's always done really well for us but I'd say yeah I'd say the four main ones is what we've always focused on but I remember like, even with Holby City because even though that was on once a week um, but that had a really um engaged audience. Like whole the City articles would do really well. Yeah. But obviously you can't write, you know, there's just not as much to write about for shows that are uh, on once uh, a week compared uh, to the uh, ones uh, that are on every single day. So yeah, I'd say I'd say the four, the four main ones, but obviously the Aussie soaps are on every day and they and they are really, really popular
0: as well. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. So um, let's let's talk spoilers a little bit. Not that I want to go into any spoilers because our podcast is always very spoiler free. But you've always been the sort of person, have you, who wants to know what's happening next in the soaps?
1: Oh yeah, I am such a spoiler, I'm such a spoiler fan, like I said, I used to wait up on Monday nights to midnight and be really tired on Tuesday because I'd read them all, but I also totally understand, like my husband absolutely hates spoilers and anything, like Game of Thrones, everything like that, absolutely, he literally says that I ruin everything for everyone, <laughs> so I totally understand that not everyone does, so I think, you know, it's finding the balance, isn't it, and I think a, a kind of a key rule I follow is maybe often like say, telling, The start of something but not always the end of it so if you're writing an article you know you're telling people enough to keep them interested but not telling them everything and obviously the press offices help us with that too because um you know the story documents they have Mm. they don't give everything away and they hold things back and you know there's a reason for that because you know don't we all love even though i love spoilers i also like to be surprised which i don't get to be very often but i do totally understand that so i think Yeah, I think there's a balance. I think it's finding a way to cater to both parties. And like I said earlier, we never ever ever give everything away on like in a headline. Mm. So you always have to click to find out more. But you know, sometimes even if there is everything there, like to to reveal, I think sometimes there's an argument for not because you want to keep people interested, don't you? But you don't. Um,
0: Yeah, yeah. Do you find that as somebody who reads spoilers and and does work with with spoilers in it, do you find that that does enhance your viewing? Do you like do you watch it going, oh, I know what's going to happen now?
1: Yeah, it's difficult. I just don't feel like I watch soaps generally as a fan anymore, which is quite sad. I mean, there Mm. have been some occasions, um, like some of the live episodes, but I think when I watch other things, I think it's nice not to know what's happening. Um, Like, it's not, yeah.
0: Yeah. Can you think of any times in Coronation Street where you have been caught completely by surprise by what's what's happening?
1: Yeah. So I think, and I don't know when this was because I've got really bad memory, but there was a live episode where Kylie killed Cullen. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I don't think we knew that. Do we even know he was leaving? I actually can't remember.
0: I can't, I can't remember whether it was rumoured that he was leaving or whether it had been announced. I'm not sure. But you, you're right. The, the way that it happened, I think people weren't quite expecting. And how I think yeah. it was quite soon into the episode as well, if I remember rightly.
1: It was. It was really early on, and I remember I was live blogging. I don't think we maybe live blogging back then for Digital Spy, and I was like, "Wow, I didn't see this coming." Like, "Wow, I do not know everything." And also with Kylie, I don't think obviously we knew she was leaving, but I don't think I knew how she was going to die. She got stabbed, didn't she? But I don't remember yes. if we knew that. Um Maybe some people did. I definitely didn't. So I remember watching that live in the evening. So there have been a few times. I didn't know who killed Lucy and EastEnders either. Uh-huh. Um, so that was that was good. So they, yeah, there are a few times, but mm. not often. And it is nice to be surprised. It's nice to watch with everybody else.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think with Kylie, um, I think they only announced that Paula Lane would be leaving Coronation Street about, it's like a week or two weeks before it aired. And I remember being a bit annoyed at the time, thinking, oh, I wish they'd just kept it quiet for a little bit longer yeah I you, know I know usually you, you are you know you know weeks or months in advance that an actor's leaving don't you
1: yeah and especially a week you're like ah oh, the final hurdle we could have had that as a, as a shock but yeah. but yeah no I remember that and I remember being really sad I realised, Kylie
0: yeah yeah so as well as having the main digital spy website you've also got your your soap scoop twitter account and your youtube channel as well where you post your preview summaries each week and a couple of years ago you even dipped your toe into the world of podcasting didn't you with your soap podcast so how did you we find didn't. that experience
1: oh you know what it was so much fun so it was between the lock it was 20 20- end of 2020 so it's between the lockdowns mm-hmm. um yeah it was 12 episodes and it was so funny i remember i just moved house I don't know if you have these these issues, but I just moved house. Everything was so echoey. So I remember doing some of the the episodes, <laughs> I think big blanket over my head to yeah. the the echoes out. But yeah,
0: I know exactly time. what that's like having moved house last year.
1: Yeah, it's weird. You don't think about it, do you, when you're listening to other people's no. until you're in the situation. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was great. We had Rob Mallard. He he came on. Um, this is your
0: first episode, wasn't it?
1: He was, do you know, So another thing I learned from podcasting, I don't know if you have this, but we didn't record everything in um, like linear order. So we spoke to him, I think it was months before. Mm. And then obviously it went out first, but he was great. He was, um, I think it was around the time where Daniel was in quite a dark place with Nikki and after the Sinead story and everything yeah. like that. Um, yeah, and he was really good we had Dr. Carl um, uh, from Neighbours. Mm-hmm. He was, um, he was, great. he, 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 um, had his own studio and everything. He was like...
0: Oh, wow.
1: Tech king, yeah.
0: <laughs> so cool. Who Who have been... Um, do, so do you remember who, like, the first actor from Coronation Street was that you met? Were you, like, starstruck at all when you met them?
1: Do you know what? I was thinking about this yesterday. Starstruck... I think you've been more, like, phone-struck, if that's a thing. <laughs> <Like, laughs> yeah. You are on the phone, and you're like, am I actually talking to you? Um, I remember we did... So, yeah, I spoke to... Corey. I remember meeting Kim Marsh. We did a, a Cory event. It was actually really it's actually one of the best press events I've been to. It's about five or six years ago. At that, yeah. I know exactly when it was. It was Aidan's wedding. Yeah. Was it? Yes, it was like a long, a long time ago. And um yeah, we did a Cory event there, and we had Kim Marsh on our we did like a pub quiz in the Rover's, and we did a quiz. And we had we had Kim Marsh on our team. Um it was really funny actually. We lost. and I'm so competitive. <laughs> I'm <furious. laughs> But I remember thinking, wow, if this is real, I'm doing a pub quiz with Kim Marsh. This is so strange. And you know you're like telling people and they're like, Yeah, okay, are you actually there? And I'm like, Yeah, I actually am doing a pub quiz. <laughs> with
0: Kim Marsh, yeah. Is there anyone else um that you can think of that you've uh, from Corey that you've had any particularly funny or memorable interactions with over the years? so my
1: first most of my memories are like early on because i think when you when you are when you first started out in the job everything's quite exciting not that it's not now but everything's more mm. daunting more exciting and i remember i spoke to sarah Khan, so when she joined yeah. um and she was just so lovely like honestly probably still to this day one of the loveliest people i've spoken to oh. um from all from all soaps i mean they're all lovely i've never had a bad experience but she was lovely and then i met her again, again I think it was before, everything was before Covid, but about 2019 we did I went to the Inside Soap Awards and we had our own area where we did games and filmed them and she was with Katie McGlynn I think and Mm. we did like a game of Trick or Treat and it was hilarious I think there is a video somewhere I'll send it to you after this it was (laughs) so funny yeah that was good um yeah and obviously that pub quiz with Kim Marsh was good yeah um yeah, there's been there's been so there's been so many. Honestly, everyone is so lovely.
0: Is is there anyone from Cory that you haven't had a chance to to meet or interview yet that you'd quite like to?
1: Do you know what? I think yes, I think I'd really like to meet and speak to simon gregson i think like he mm. i think he'd be a good one he's really funny i remember thinking he was really funny and then um, i'm a celeb was it last year he was on I'm
0: a celeb, uh, a year before? yeah I can't, I can't remember it was it was quite yeah. recently wasn't it yeah,
1: yeah maybe it was a year before i can't remember but i remember thinking he was hilarious i think he'd be really good obviously david nils i love Roy.
0: Mm. But i
1: think that would be that would be good um i don't know if have spoken to alison i think i have spoken to alison king but i was obviously a really big fan of carla when I was yeah. growing up, but an icon,
0: wasn't she? So. Yeah, she absolutely was. Yeah. Yeah. So um, something else you must be very proud of is winning the uh, PPA Unsung Hero of the Year award earlier this year. So congratulations for that. Tell me, tell me a bit about what that was like.
1: Fun, do you know what? I'm so glad we can talk about heads. I'm boring everyone in real life. They're like, you can't keep talking about it for ages. You can ago. tell
0: me. You can tell me. It's
1: fine. <laughs> I've never won anything. Yeah. No, that was so good. And it was one of those things where. That's been going on for a while. So I think it was the beginning of the year.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, sort of went forward for it. And then the shortlist was April. Um, and then the awards were, was in June. Sadly, I didn't actually go. I was at a wedding. Um, mm. that, and that's just really unfortunate. because I didn't know this, but Tess Daly was um presenting it. And yeah, it's just one of these things where you don't really think. I know you should back yourself, you know, 2022. We should, all, <laughs> we should all be fans of ourselves. But I hadn't really thought about it that much. Because obviously everyone's so good. And um, yeah, no, I was chucked You know what? I should have had it here. Already. I could have showed you. It's really heavy. It's like a really heavy bit of um, bit of glass. It's sitting on my sitting on my fireplace. Nice. But yeah, oh. no, I was really, I'm really, really pleased. Well
0: done, well done. And speaking of awards as well, obviously the uh, Digital Spy Reader Awards happen at the end of each year. Um, what did you make of last year's winners?
1: Well, Cory smashed it, didn't they? Last yeah, year.
0: yeah. The, the hate crime story got quite a few, got a few wins, didn't it?
1: it did it won best story i believe we had seb's death which was Mm -hmm. the saddest death unsurprisingly i think um sally carmen won best
0: yes i think yeah i think she got yeah
1: yeah yeah yeah, she got um, best i've
0: just got it up here yeah she got best actor female and yeah david nilson he got best actor male as well well. so yeah Corey did quite well
1: really well yeah i'm not surprised really because that hate crime story was amazing and there were some amazing Mm. performances um
0: Mm.
1: in there but um yeah, no, that was good. And I think we're doing the same again. Um, it'll be at the end of the year, same format. Um, the reader awards are great. They're great. They're great. They're great to do.
0: Yeah, yeah. I was really pleased that Sally Carmen got the best actress because um, she she cried a lot of tears last year, didn't she? She's a real asset to Corey. I think.
1: Oh, she's amazing. I spoke to her. Well, it was it was a press sort of roundtable event, and she was in the thick of that. And she was. We were sort of saying, like, how do you do it? <laughs> like that there's some of the intensity of those scenes you're just like it must be so draining. she's brilliant and she's um she's very popular still I think I think there's lots yeah. of fans rooting for her throughout the baby happy story wasn't there
0: yeah um, definitely it was, yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's been difficult for us on the podcast because we're we're fans of Abby but we've also been huge huge fans of Toya and Imran as well so when it was the two of them up against each other it's like I don't know which side to pick
1: literally same I love Toya honestly if you'd asked me sort of five years ago who I wanted to protect always be Toya absolutely love her and obviously now yeah you're like which side are we on are we on Toya's side or are we on Abby's
0: side like them both for <laughs> different reasons oh I love Um, you know Georgia Taylor does listen to this podcast so she's going to hear you saying that now so oh, she, I really like well. her oh wow that's great yeah, Isn't she, yeah. Um, so let, let's talk about kind of a bit more about your 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 fan, your fan experience with Coronation Street. So, like, what what are some of your what are some of your favourite characters that you've had in Coronation Street over the years gone by?
1: So Toya, and I'm not just saying that because you know Georgia, she's <laughs> <Georgia Taylor, laughs> always been a favourite. <laughs> yeah, no, I've always liked Toya, and I also like George Taylor in uh, Casualty. I spoke to her last year actually for a Casualty piece, oh, um, yeah. which was weird because I got it through Corrie. I didn't through the, the Cory Press Office linked me up with her, but we spoke about Casualty because it was the 35th anniversary. Mm-hmm. yeah so yeah toys toys a favorite um who else do I like obviously Roy Roy and Hayley absolutely love them I can't like
0: yeah. that oh Hayley still miss her
1: oh I know I know and she's so lovely in real life like, no one's ever said anything bad about her They're like she's the loveliest person do you know who I really like and this is random. but little Sam honestly I think he's just amazing. yeah
0: he's he's really cute he was- like from his very first scene in Coronation Street um, we kind of could tell that there was something special about him he really kind of went in wowing us
1: honestly some of his, his scenes, some of his one-liners as well I'm like this kid is great honestly I think he's going to go on to be to, to really great things you know sometimes you see yeah. a child actor and you just know that they're destined for, yeah. for greatness um, I also really enjoyed the I say enjoyed it's a really unusual word but the Sinead's story a few years ago just like uh, mm-hmm. really stays with me that one yeah um, that
0: was heartbreaking wasn't it it was very really
1: like, heartbreaking um, mm.
0: yeah the, the, those episodes where she died it was like oh yeah I know very, very
1: I know and the amount of people I spoke believed. to like yeah that's the thing and the amount of people who I spoke to who are like oh I don't really watch Crow, but I'm watching that and like, it's really making me think <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean yeah no that was a
0: yeah a yeah one. How do you, how would you say Coronation Street's holding up against the other soaps at the moment? Because um, I, I don't watch any of the others. I'd be interested to know as somebody who does all of the soaps for their job, how you think Corrie's faring.
1: i think at the, moment, obviously, the Toya and Imran story, or the big one, that's gonna be quiet. I think that's gonna pick up again, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. And there's gonna be big stuff from there. I mean, the thing with the Corrie is it's just consistently good. I mean, mm. all the soaps are good. I think there's peaks and troughs, isn't there? And some are good and then not so good. And then some are really, really good. And then it goes quite Corey's consistent. I think, and I think I said to you on earlier on site, Corey um is very popular, as you can see from like the reader awards. But yeah, no, I think um, I think it's doing all right. I mean, there's in Tyrone as well. There's lots of interest there. I think that's that's um people were yeah. really happy they got back together a few weeks ago. But you know, I think it's doing, I think it's holding up. I think it's always gonna be somewhat in the in the lead, isn't it, Corey yeah. I think it's just yeah. it's just one of the, um, it's just it's just like one of the more popular shows. Yeah. Everyone, yeah. everyone asked Corey didn't they? It's just yeah. there for you, I think, <laughs> isn't it?
0: What, what were your thoughts about it moving from um, six half an hour episodes to three hour long episodes earlier this year? Do you think that's working out for it?
1: So I was when it happened. I've always, I've always gone with the notion that it's quality over quantity so it was a bit like um you know how's this going to work but i haven't noticed i don't know i don't know if maybe you feel different now. i haven't noticed a huge
0: no I, I i would agree
1: yeah i haven't noticed a huge difference i think obviously the i don't know how it's worked in terms of like the cast schedules and if they're having to work sort of different hours but I, haven't yeah. noticed, I haven't noticed a huge difference i think it came at a time when everything changed didn't it like extenders suddenly these um Move time slots and move days. I think Emmerdale did the same. So it, mm. I think across the board, it felt like a change everywhere. So I haven't noticed a huge difference in terms of like quality of material.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um. So Corrie's really embraced the character comeback this summer because we've had the likes of Spider, Stephen Reed, Wendy coming back. So do you like it when soaps bring back old characters, or do you think they should, you know, always be moving forward rather than looking back?
1: It's interesting, right? So I. I like characters returning but I like it to be seamless so I like it to make sense so I don't like it when a character just returns for no reason do you know what I mean I think there's characters that could return um to Corey, and you'd be like that makes sense because you're going to slot into a family dynamic um but yeah I think it depends like obviously we get very excited when certain people come back but then there's sometimes I'm just a bit like they come back it's all very exciting and then they go quiet again and you don't you don't Hear from them. So yeah, i like a seamless return. I like it to make sense. Um, and I think there's an argument for both of them there. Like, yeah, retrospective. Um, characters. You know, that's all very exciting. But I think also it's all about like pushing forwards and creating new areas and, and new um yeah. characters. But Spider, I mean, Spider's just great.
0: Yes, was- I- I've been a bit because We've only had him for about two episodes since the beginning of July, haven't we? So I'm looking forward to him properly coming back. Hopefully, very soon.
1: I know, and with Toya as well. It just feels very nostalgic. I think.
0: Yeah, and that's that's one of the things that these long-running soaps have got going for them. I mean, lots of programs can't just say, "Oh, we're bringing back a character from 20 years ago," because they weren't on 20 years ago.
1: That's the thing, exactly. Exactly. Mm.
0: Yeah. Um, are there any characters that you would like to see come back to Coronation Street?
1: I don't know. I think like Janice, you know, someone or even someone that could slot into a, a family situation. Obviously, we've got Leanne. That would be good. For her sister mm. coming back. Um yeah.
0: Yeah, Jan- Janice has been like, you'd think that she probably would have come back, considering everything that Toya and Leanna have been going through the last few years.
1: That's a thing, and I, that's what I mean. I like it when characters come back and you're like, yes, this makes sense. Like, why have you been missing an action? <laughs> you yeah. should be here. Because in real life, that happens, doesn't it? Like, yeah. you come back if things are going on with people in the family. family. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Speaking of comebacks, one soap that's getting a deluge of them at the moment, of course, is Neighbours, which is airing its final episode um, later this week. So what was your reaction to hearing that the show would be coming to an end?
1: Oh, I was, I was sad. And mm. do you know what? There's still a part of me that hasn't quite sunk in. I feel like it's kind of a more, I mean, I don't know anything, but I feel like it's a more see you later, not goodbye. I don't know if, it, mm. if that is the case, but in my head, I'm like, it's going to have to return one day. This can't be the end. You know, this is an institution, isn't it? It's, yeah. it's, it's so, it's such a huge part of, of TV history and soap history. It's so sad. But yeah, I think I haven't actually seen the final episode. I know some people who have. Mm-hmm. um very excited it's it's gonna be it's gonna be hard but yeah. like I say I feel we've got the memories
0: how, how do you think they've been handling it because I, I I've watched Neighbours for the first time ever this week and I've been kind of noticing everybody's selling up to move away from Ramsey Street then you got some of the older characters back to talk about their old memories do you think that that's a good way for a soap to call it a day
1: I don't know, Hobbit City do it's something similar, suddenly everyone reappeared in a <laughs> few weeks and it's nice in a way but at the same time you're like um you know is this is this kind of being shoehorned in but yeah no it's nice and I, when the characters were announced originally I was very excited and there's been a, another wave of them recently hasn't there like Libby um, and Billy and they were I think they were announced the other day. Sorry, I'm telling you a spoiler. I don't, know, I, I know you don't like I've, I've
0: got no idea who you're talking about, so it's fine. You okay.
1: <laughs> I, was, I was like, you don't like spoilers, am I just giving everything away? Yeah, so there's like been a wave of there was a original um group of people announced a few weeks ago and they just announced some more. So yeah, I nice. no, it's nice. I think it's nice for fans, isn't it? Because everyone is going to remember someone different from their era. Yeah. Like I said to you earlier, there's people I remember from when I was growing up who I really liked, but there's people in the 80s, you know, I wasn't actually alive then. <laughs> <laughs> so there's people like that who are coming back who... um So yeah, it's a nice nod to the past, I suppose, isn't it? I think when the show's ending, there's probably, there's no rules, everything goes out of the window.
0: Exactly, I agree, I agree. But do you think that the end of Neighbours is gonna be ringing any alarm bells at the other soaps? Can the the medium keep going the way it is forever or do you think they need to keep on adapting to stay alive?
1: I don't know, this is something we talk about a lot
0: um,
1: Mm. at work. Um, Because obviously, like I said to you earlier, TV is changing all the time rapidly. Um, and I think it's going to continue to change I think I think it will make some shows up there game maybe but I think obviously viewing figures are down across the board because there's just so much option now isn't yeah. there? There's just so much more tv like right? when even like 10 years ago when I first started, started this job nine years ago there's just so much more to watch now and you know you can understand why people would choose to watch things that are kind of going to have a beginning middle and end as opposed to something that's on all the time it's a big commitment isn't it (laughs) to watch a show every single day or forever but yeah no I think it I think it I think it will do I think it's obviously going to be in people's minds that this is happening especially as it was Holby first and now Neighbours but I was just wait and see I guess hopefully
0: not i hope so too well sophia it's been lovely speaking to you today thank you so much for coming on to the podcast it's been fascinating to, to hear about behind the scenes at digital spy because like i said earlier I, i've been visiting digital spy for you know over a decade now so it's lovely to be able to, to get in touch with somebody who works there and on the soaps part, uh, department no less either oh
1: thank you so much it's
0: been a pleasure speaking lovely. to you. well it, i'll let you go now so enjoy the rest of your day thank you thank you bye-bye bye-bye there you go. Thank you, Sophie. Wasn't that nice? So lovely. so intriguing, isn't it? I love other kind of peep thing. To into a world. Yes. Behind the journalism. scenes. journalism. Yeah. But it is, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, well, I've been feeling quite journalistic today, doing, doing various um, chats with people. You are obviously a journalist as well, by well, trade. Well, that's what I'm doing but...
1: today. That's why I'm... I'm having a job. I'm doing a job. Yeah,
0: I have I have ripped Gemma away from her job just to record this today. Um, but yeah, I, I always <laughs> find it interesting to to hear about what goes on behind the scenes. Uh, this this kind of thing because it's it's lovely talking to the Coronation Street cast, obviously, but all these uh, people who also work in the soap industry. It's really interesting,
1: and it's an important part of like of the soap world too. Because yes. Um. In in a kind of a way, just like we do, they kind of um reflect but also sometimes steer the narrative don't they oh yeah yeah
0: definitely yeah. and it, it, we all kind of rely on each other to some extent to, to keep the uh, the programs going
1: oh i hope well hopefully that we we do our bit <laughs>
0: we do oh, i think we do i think Digital mm. spiders yeah and um yeah so out of, i um I think it's been great. Thank you very much again, Sophie, for coming on to the show. I hope you everybody very much. enjoyed that. Right, really everybody. interesting stuff. Thank you. So um, yeah, that is it for today's podcast. We'll be back at the weekend. Um, hopefully, hopefully, it will be Saturday this week after our two uh, Sunday editions the last couple of weeks. But we'll have to see. Um, and that's it. So I hope you can sit tight until then. Enjoy the rest of your week, everybody. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Gemma. Au revoir. Au revoir. The music for this episode came from PodcastThemes.com. Oh, oh, oh.